Where's like, Nancy? I'm telling Nancy. Don't tell Nancy. Oh my God. Oh. I don't feel safe. I'm not. <laughs> Where's your hammer? Your head looks like a nail. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. again it's trump i'm back it's me i know you miss me so much but i'm here now and we're here to not only make america proud again make america orange again we're going to make america again (laughs) (laughs) what's going on america welcome back to the all-american savage show podcast i am your host john burke thank you for being here with us this afternoon just finished and wrapped up editing and uploaded the previous interview I did with Colonel Stuart Shellert and a big appreciation for him coming on the show and doing that interview with me. Took a lot of guts. It was a pretty good, pretty, pretty fun interview. I thought it was good. It was, you know, I was fair with him and mm-hmm. uh, he came out and gave his side of the story. I respect that. Appreciate that. And you can check that out. That should be uploaded on iTunes here very soon and everywhere else podcasts are listened to and downloaded. And thanks for all the shout outs on social media and tags for the podcast as well. We appreciate and love you guys. Um, man, so it happened. We knew it was going to happen. It happened. Um, and I'm not going to lie. And of course I'm referring to Donald Trump's return of the Trump return of the orange Cheeto man. Folks is back. The NBC is already shitting themselves. The MSN or uh, uh, the freaking MSN MSM is uh, already going out there and just uh, publishing all kinds of just propaganda immediately, immediately right off the bat. Right I've got a few articles on that because it's just like, good Lord, go figure. But uh, also breaking news, <laughs> Mitch McConnell, he's back. Yep. They voted him back in. They did, voted him back in. How does that happen? Uh, <laughs> swamp. <laughs> swamp donkeys. Swamp donkeys was doing that. It's establishment rhinos. They should just call them, well, no, because I can't, do, can't, call them, can't call them donkeys because that's the wrong term. But still. But I do want to focus on the Trump announcement. Did you watch it last night? Yeah, I was watching your stream. You're watching the stream on Rumble. Uh, what did you think? I thought it was a good pivot from what people are normally used to seeing about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, he's seemed a lot more composed and he, yeah. he had a lot of great talking points. Mm-hmm. He's running on his record, mm-hmm. which the Democrats can't do. True. And uh, I think the big one was uh, hiring back all the, uh, Bro. the military that, people that were uh, yeah. fired and paying them back pay with an apology. Not going to lie. That made me want to reenlist. Like, holy crap. Like, I couldn't believe you said that. Um, 
he had a lot of good stuff there. He I did. Mean, he did. He talked about Joe Biden falling asleep <laughs> summit. I it mean, did. that's true. Yeah. They well. could try to fact check it, but he, the fact of the matter is the guy falls asleep all over the place. It's true. Yeah, he's got, like an old, old, old man. Old fogey. Uh, I, I thought, like, we saw a return of the 2016 Trump. He was, I said it last night, about 80% with know. the teleprompter, and then about 20% doing his own little snarky uh, ad libs. or mad li- And he, he actually did good. I don't, to me, it didn't even seem like the same guy. To a, to a certain extent. I saw a little bit more polish. It was a lot more polished. Yeah, you which know, he needs to do that. I think he's probably taking some direction mm-hmm. from people around him saying, hey, let's soften our stance on some of this harder stuff and mm-hmm. you know, not say fuck or this is bullshit or talk <laughs> about the 2020 election, move yeah. forward, well, and the talk about how you're going to make it yeah. you know, even better. The announcement for president, I think, I'm glad he took it seriously because yeah. that making that's a historical event. Whether mm-hmm. we like it or not, that is the return of 45 saying, I'm going to run again. Yeah. This will be in the history books, be it in a positive or negative context. I don't know. But either way, this was historic. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that Trump remained professional for the most part. And I think he let a little bit of his human side out when yeah. he talked about he made some jabs like that. I'm just saying, fake news. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I was like, that's our Trump. And then you hear the applaudits in the background. Like, ah, that's our Trump. A little sitcom. Um, I think it was very well received yeah. by the right. Uh, I was really glad to see he did not throw any punches at DeSantis. Yeah. He didn't punch right. Like, because, you know, I called this during the thing. I was like, don't do it. Like, right. Just don't do it. Don't don't punch right. Now is not the time. Unite the people. If anything, what the GOP needs right now is mm-hmm. to be united more than ever. Yeah. Lick our wounds from midterms and come back into this thing strong in 2024 for the midterm, not midterm, but 2024 presidential and other elections that are going to go on. And I think Trump needs to stay the course on that. Like mm-hmm. you said, run on your platform of yeah. what you actually accomplished and go off of that. But, you know, I think if he really wants to go after the establishment rhinos. Um, I don't even know. You know, I almost feel like you just run on your record. Yeah. Everybody knows that the legacy media is out to get him. Yep. Rhinos are out to get him. Obviously, you're not going to have Demi- any Democrats going to support you or say anything good about yeah. your uh, your term as president. No. So I-, I wouldn't even acknowledge it. I would just try to gather the group Americans together, mm-hmm. say this is what we're going to do. This is the plan. What mm-hmm. Biden isn't doing, what his administration is doing, isn't working. Yeah. And we're just going to move forward. Wouldn't it be interesting if Trump did get reelected in 2024, if he took a completely different... Um, approach mm-hmm. of dealing with the MSM as far as just starving them, not saying anything. Right. Just talking to Biden, yeah. just starve him. And yep. then, because Trump has already shown in the past, he can make things happen. I will give yep. him that. And it's like, just let your actions speak louder than the MSM, mm-hmm. because the, realistically, you're never going to change the minds of the MSM. You won't. Like you said, Democrats aren't going to give a damn what you have to say. No. There is no convincing them. No. So instead, do the action, and then let them demonize you, and then let the left slowly start to wake up to how poisoned and toxic it is in regards to what Trump has done. But a lot of this, quite honestly, is a lot of things Trump has said. Mm-hmm. And it's not that, you know, it's just, you got to be the bigger person after a while. It's like, you know, the MSM... You're not going to beat them. Yeah. You're not going to make them go away. These people are like herpes. They are there forever. Mm-hmm. They're not going away, and they're always going to leave you in a very negative light. Yeah. They never give him a fair shake in the MSM. A lot of that he does bring on himself, but, again, he will never get a fair shake. So if that's the case, don't give them anything. Yeah. Let them just have to make them fabricate their own headlines because, realistically speaking, he just, he just pulled the DeSantis card. 
let Trump beat on you. Trump should just let the MSM beat on you, continue doing good things. And eventually people are like, okay, like y'all are picking on him at this point. He's not giving, he's actually working his ass off. DeSantis played it smart. You know, he came out yesterday with a statement. I saw that. Somebody said Daily Wire posted about it. And he said, basically, it's all just noise. Because they yeah. asked him about what are your thoughts on Trump going after you, yada, yeah. yada. And he, DeSantis, and this is why I know DeSantis is dangerous now. DeSantis put it back on the people. Yeah. He's like, I'm just here to, for the people. The people come first. Everything else doesn't matter. It's just noise. And yeah. it's like, dude, that is the best approach you could have taken. Absolutely. DeSantis is a threat to Trump. DeSantis could have fired back at Trump. He could have started this massive beef. But instead, DeSantis put his ego aside and said, you know what? Let Trump keep swinging, because if I do run in 2024, they're going to see what a bully this guy is, and the GOP won't stand for it. Yeah. But Trump did that uh, last night, I think. But uh, if Trump takes that approach, I think it could be very beneficial to him. Yeah, I do, too. I, I, I give, I'd give Ron DeSantis about a 60% chance of running. Think so? We'll see. If that. If here's that the thing. We got we to put this out there. You don't have to pick. Yeah. You don't have to pick. Yeah. We're not there yet. We don't even know if this dude's running or not. Right. Like People are already out there like trying to... But Bro. as the incumbent, yeah, Trump is the front runner. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So I mean, and honestly, well, technically I think he wouldn't be the incumbent anymore because uh, not the incumbent of the seat. Well, the I mean, he was just the Republican president, so I, I, I don't know. Biden I, I guess I don't. Know. I mean, the incumbent previous president, I guess you could say. Right. But I, you know, I, I will say this: the 2024 election and the starting now. We don't need to repeat 2015, 2016. New strategy. Yeah. Don't do the same strategy. I do something new. I think that's one unique thing about Trump is you will never. He's not a one trick pony. Like I what we not. saw in 2016, we yeah. didn't see in 2020, yeah. and I don't think we'll see the same thing again in 2020. He, I think he always wants to present something new, something different that nobody's seen before, mm -hmm. or at least nobody's seen for a long time. The fact that he made that statement about the military and federal employees yeah. and hiring them back. I think that's good. That right there, those mm -hmm. will be the ties that unite the GOP. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people, there's a lot of people that don't like Trump right now because of the vaccines. Warp speed was his thing. Yeah. Now, granted, people were screaming for something. Trump had to do something. Um, and I'm thankful that Trump never actually said, you know, he he, we th he thought the vaccine should be forced on. He never said that. And I'm right. grateful for that. But he still kept Fauci around. But at the same token, anybody knows, if you fire your CDC guy, you fire Fauci in the, in the early onset of this, it's not going to look good on you. And Trump right. had no idea what Fauci was capable of. So I can't fully blame Trump for that. But after a while, like Trump had him for like, what, like a year? It's like, okay, after a while, bro, you need to shit can this guy. He clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. Because after he comes out and says, two weeks to flatten the curve, and it doesn't happen. Yeah. All right, what what the fuck? What's going on I never on here? said shut down schools. I yell that fucking lying piece like, of uh, shit. Uh, have you met the internet? Yeah, the internet, it's undefeated. The things you say will forever exist in the ether of the internet, and you cannot deny that. I mean, everybody says stupid shit from time to time. Yeah. But what he did was just unforgivable. You know, he he takes the prize. Yeah, he for does. That one. He really does. It did. Um, point of contention, Your Honor. Um, I somebody needs to update Trump on this whole thing of like replicating Chinese justice. I he needs to get off of this. Because if he keeps going saying, you know, if we, if I am reelected, I am going to oppose or I'm going to call for the death penalty for drug dealers. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Easy there, stud. Easy. 
So like, let's let's pump the brakes on this. This isn't fucking communist China because he keeps he always makes that reference because President Xi Jinping or whatever he has no drug problem. Yeah, because he, he kills them all. Yeah, uh, that's not an accurate approach. That's not an effective approach. The people will not tolerate that. They're not gonna find any drug dealers over there. This is true, but <laughs> the same token, it's just like, wait a minute, like, don't you think like maybe? A well, let lesser? me ask you something. If you had a kid who died of an overdose, if you found the person who sold him the drugs, mm-hmm. would you want to kill him? If, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But at the same token, and I hate this is where a lot of people are going to like me, partially the kid's fault. Sure, he should have done that. Um, so it's kind of yeah, like it's... arsenic exists. Doesn't mean you got to go buy it. Yeah, I mean, but do I feel like that, that that guy should get penalized? Yeah. Do I think yeah. he deserves a death penalty? No. Yeah. I don't. I think it's a little overboard because I could easily see this down the road and, and quote me on this, quote me on this. Penis, John Burke. Now, I think that if that's the route he wants to go, he could potentially face the same situation. Same thing. Yeah, right? Uh, weird how that works. Weird. He could be facing the same situation that Kamala Harris is facing in regards to the, the 94 crime bill that Joe Biden wanted to author and things such as that, um, to where she imprisoned more black men than fuck, like a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, over marijuana. And the culture shifted. Yeah. The culture shifted to say marijuana should be legal. It wasn't legal back then. It was heavily demonized because why? Neocons like the McConnells and the rest of them had that, that outlook and it wasn't pro-liberty. Mm-hmm. It was pro, you're going to do what we want you to do. You can eat what we say you can eat. You can put in your body what we say you can put in your body. Um, and if Trump takes that position regarding drug dealers, that's going to blow up in his face because the culture is shifting to where people want legalized drugs. And I if Trump takes that stance now, well, I guess after 2024, it won't matter. Yeah. Fentanyl is obviously yeah, naturally. A, a crisis yeah. here in this country. And yeah. we've said it time and time again that it's the number one killer for men 18 yeah. to 46. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. It is. So if it's being made over in China, they're shipping it to Mexico and it's coming up through this uh, open border, mm-hmm. then you got to do something. Yeah. Anybody who's dealing it, there there has to be a... Severe repercussion. severe repercussion. Well, that's the other problem ah. is that this stuff's pouring in over the border. Yeah. And I think he made a good point there that the wall, he said it was finished, wasn't finished. Yeah. But there's still... Uh, again, he was... They fought him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every step. I, of, I will give every that to Trump. He did fight. That he wall fought there. the rhinos. Yeah. He fought the Democrats. He fought the MSN. Trump fought a lot of people. Yeah. I am never going to take that away from Trump. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that doesn't just exempt you from criticisms in other areas. Yeah. I noted that last night he didn't talk about the Second Amendment at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump usually never does talk about the Second Amendment. He doesn't really drift into that area much, which is just really interesting to me because I feel like he should mm-hmm. to really secure and lock down the GOP voter base. Like, be a pro-Second Amendment candidate. Be a pro-Second Amendment president. Yeah. And Because um, that is usually something he brings up is that they want to take your Second Amendment away from you. Yeah. And that's actually something they keep talking about with... Uh, Gun confiscation, yeah. taking guns back. Even these idiots on Twitter talking oh, about Jesus, yeah. gun laws. and Well, what gun laws don't exist yeah. that would keep guns out of the hands of criminals? The sign clearly yeah. says gun-free zone. Why aren't the criminals listening? It's, oh, it's so beyond me. Maybe because they're criminals. So know. you're going to take all the guns away from all the law-abiding citizens, yep, and, and then all the criminals are going to keep their guns, mm-hmm. and then what? And that's it. They're going to come to your house? Yep, and you're going to mentor cops, them? And you think the same cops that you defunded are going to come to help you? The hell yeah, no, they're no. not. You're on your own. The government's disarming you and putting you at the mercy of would-be criminals. And unfortunately, Trump didn't help with that. Trump was not a pro-2A president. I will argue this to the death. And anybody that says bump stocks aren't a part of the Second Amendment, you're fucking stupid. Ammunition, bump stocks, the whole shebang. It's all part of it. And when people try and defend Trump like that... Um, that's the other thing that like really made me laugh. is like over on Truth Social, holy shit. 
I've never seen it so bad of an echo chamber as it is right now. Mm-hmm. I think True Social has something there, but good lord, the amount of boomer patriots over there or would be paying these are patriots. These are loyalists and they think they're patriots. Mm-hmm. The amount of idolatry I see is just it's beyond me. So I was kind of checking that last night. And bro, you think Trump parted the heaven or God parted the heavens and Jesus Christ descended and put a MAGA hat on the Virgin Mary <laughs> herself and said, here we go. He walked across water and <laughs> got onto the stage. <laughs> bro, I'm just sitting there. It's like, you people, like, oh my God. Like, I get it. You like Trump. Trump's yeah. a likable dude. I'm not denying yeah. that. But what I have to stand for is the Constitution and mm-hmm. does he align with that? So when people say, do you support or not? It's like, which issue are we talking about? Yeah. Overall, I think it did a very good job. Yeah. Does that mean there's not room for criticism? Absolutely there is. And we should because if we don't, and this is the thing I do like about Trump, he does listen to the voter base. He, he listens to the people around him. And when the people around him see what's trending on social media, they forward that up to Trump. And mm-hmm. Trump starts to read. And that's why Trump is a populist. Yeah. Trump is a populist president. Don't think that he's going to stay. My God, he was a Democrat, like, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. I'm not taking that away from him, but still, Trump's a populist, which is not always a bad thing. He's going to listen to the voice of the people. I mean, he lived and grew up in New York. Yeah, he's a New Yorker. I mean, I remember when he, in 2016 or 2015 when he was running, uh, I was up in New York, and I took a, uh, I think it was an Uber to the airport, and we're, me and this kid started talking. He looked like he was Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. And he started talking about how they keep calling Trump racist. He's like, you can't grow up in New York and be a racist. He's like, there's so many different yeah. cultures here. Yeah. you got to interact with everybody. There's no, it's, he's like, it's just, it doesn't make sense. That's I'm actually like, a really good point. Like, how can you be racist when everything yeah, is literally uh, together? If you're in New York City, it's, you know, a, a giant melting pot, yeah. and, you know? Yeah. And, so I thought it was interesting. And he was a young guy, too. He was. You know? uh, oh, you're talking about the, the Uber driver. Yeah. Was, Trump when he grew up. Right. It's like the fact that those were his. Did, was Trump born in New York? I think he was born in like Brooklyn. Okay. So he's, he's in New or York. Queens okay. or something like that. He does. He definitely has that to his advantage. You know, that's like the AOC, even though AOC does not represent that whatsoever. She's just a dumb bitch. Yeah. But all right, <laughs> let's get <laughs> into the news. Oh, Jesus, these fucking people. God. I'll be so glad when they're done with this shit. I was doing the interview with Colonel Stewart okay. and these motherfuckers. It's just people like, is the FBI breaking in? It's like, easy. I'm not Gavin McGinnis. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that. Sorry, brought that on himself. Trump unveils national greatness agenda in 2024 presidential campaign announcement speech. Palm Beach, Florida, former President Donald Trump announced his third campaign for the White House here Tuesday night at his luxurious seaside resort, Mar-a-Lago, in front of thousands of fans and hundreds of media outlets. And the six 69-minute address, Trump unveiled what he calls a national greatness agenda. Uh, This is what we call a national greatness agenda because our country can be greater than it's ever been, Trump said. Our country is not great anymore. It's a mess. And he's not wrong on this. You know, and it's okay to criticize your own country when it's in the dumpster, and that's what Trump's doing here, and he's justified, 100%. Um, our country's not great anymore. It's a mess. But our country can be greater than it was before. There will be more, much more in the months ahead. And there are so many things we need to do. The road ahead of us will not be easy. The agenda included to push a... Oh, okay, real quick. I got to pause on that one. I forgot to say this one, which is a big one for me. Right out of the door. Right out of the door. Term limits. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. There you go. That's, that was, that, that was right there. That's a, great, that's a great running point. That's a great stance to have. Lead with that. Lead with the just, just all you have to do realistically is just focus on Biden's failures. Yeah. Because you know so you can easy. reverse them. All you have to go in there and do, uh, Trump, all he has to do is just say, I'm going to go back in there and reverse the policies that Biden reversed, and we'll see what the economy does after yeah. that. We'll see what happens with immigration. And to you people, you non believers, you'll have no excuse at this point because yeah. I will literally 
can tell you, I'm reversing the stay in Mexico policy. I'm rever- could bet actually Biden already reversed again yeah. because he fucked up. But Trump, that's all he has to do. Yeah. Because we, we were doing great under him. We had a great economy. And things were booming. And again, and I did look at the stats. Trump did inherit a downward trending freaking unemployment. He got that from Obama. But also Trump added to the, the de-escalation, to the, the lowering of it. He definitely did that. Yeah. Um, and it, it was But then as soon as Biden takes office, month two, boom, shoots up. Yeah. Shoots up. I was like, you cannot attribute to that to anything else except Biden administration's failures. But yeah, I did love, I love, bro, because Ted Cruz has called for it. But I also feel a lot of the times that, uh, and this is why I'm trying not to get too excited about it. This is a common viewpoint if I think, honestly, the majority of Americans. I think the majority of left, center, right are saying, we need term limits. We're tired of the Clintons. We're yeah. tired of the Romneys. We get we stuck need, with them. We get stuck with them. But- this has been a running topic for many, many different campaigns, and it never comes to fruition. Because I'm telling you folks, when have the powerful ever cast off the mantles of power? They don't. Mm-hmm. They just don't. Congress is never going to support this. Or it's not going to be term limits in the context that we want. I'm like, all right, instead of serving for a lifetime, we're going to say you can only serve for up to 50 years. Like, oh, fuck's <laughs> sakes. So you didn't really give us anything. That's what I'm weary of, uh, leery of, excuse me. And it's just like, I, I don't see that coming to pass. I just don't. You're telling all of Congress, all those career politicians to say, hey, vote for this. Well, clearly they don't get in. And folks, here's, here's the proof to my point. They don't give a shit what you think because the GOP no. just basically, breaking news, McConnell's back in. The GOP does not listen to their own. No. But instead, they listen to the freaking neocons. They listen to the people that essentially are paying the big donors, realistically, the men that know how to make things happen and shit like that. We need new blood. But if you look at people like McConnell, who was originally against Trump, Trump should never trust McConnell. And he doesn't. Ever. You know, he, he's called him out. McConnell's a fucking establishment guy. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. He's a he's a rhino. You look what he did in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Spent $9 million instead of putting that money elsewhere mm-hmm. into competitive races. Could have put it, yeah. yeah. Could have put it in Arizona. Yeah. Could have put it in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Down in Georgia. What mm-hmm. did he do? Alaska. Uh, where a Republican was going against a Republican. Yeah. That didn't matter. Didn't make sense. So it was a horrible strategic blunder, but nobody's going to hold him account- accountable. He's, 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 he's reelected. Like, Majority speaker now, right? I feel House, like yeah. no. American citizens should be voting on who takes that position you would think right you you know that is a good point like why does why, why do does they Congress, get to yeah get that, together and that should uh, be the people you know make it public yeah let, that have let to everybody a have a choice election, but that's not that difficult no. well, of course then again we'd be counting for fucking days on days on days oh. but uh McConnell, that was the other thing i like too is talking about fixing yeah. the election mm-hmm. and you know making election day and not those are all fresh wounds in the gop and the fact that he addressed them it's like okay this guy knows what's going on. He's informed. Yeah. He's not outdated. He's not antiquated. He's seeing that, you know, for a guy that's like, well, Trump's like, what, 75, 76? He's yeah. up there. But for that age and still having your finger on the pulse of what the party is saying, of what the people are saying, by and large, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, that's impressive. Yeah. Granted, a lot of people do that, but Trump's actually got it dialed in. Like, his people are very well informed in saying, Mr. President, this is a pressing issue that the majority of Americans actually give a shit about. He hit on those. I didn't really see him hitting too much on issues that people just, he didn't note, notice that he didn't really talk too much about abortion. He talked about CRT. Yeah. He talked about men participating in women's sports. And the other thing is, the biggest thing is, step aside from, excuse me, the uh, congressional term limits. He went after the second biggest thing that I feel like a lot of American congressional uh, leaders and uh, candidates that ran forgot about. The mothers. When you start talking to the mothers about the indoctrination and brainwashing from our public school system that is trying to push this leftist propaganda, 
and he addressed and he tackled that. That's a big one. We saw, again, we saw what happened in Virginia. New Jersey almost flipped. Yeah. I was like, that is serious. That is very serious. Trump nailed it. Trump nailed it. And that's why I was saying, like, watching last night, I was like, where has this guy been? Yeah. This is a very, he's a refined dude on this one. I like what he's saying. He's like, he's almost like DeSantis. Almost like DeSantis. Yeah. And if you watch DeSantis, his mannerisms are kind of the same. He does the hands together. Um, <laughs> that was a really weird impression. But uh, the hands going back and forth, that's a Trump thing. And he's like, you know, folks, I would tell you this right now. It's not fair. It's not fair. They're so rude to me. They're so rude to me, folks. And his hands, DeSantis does the same thing. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> Crocodile arms. Yeah, there you go. T-Rex, T-Rex arms. Dude. I can't touch my penis. <laughs> no wonder he's always so pissed off. He can't jerk off. Uh, nobody wants to have sex with T-Rex. You've seen him. He's scary as fuck. I'm just a lonely T-Rex that can't get laid. <laughs> it should be like a musical. <laughs> the T-Rex that could, but couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my turn. God. A little, little, little retarded there. Um, all right. He says, I will keep America out of foolish and unnecessary foreign wars, just as I did for four years before. Trump's on the money on that one. Keep us out of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Trump said, I will again have peace through strength to protect our people and the unthinkable threat of nuclear weapons and hypersonic missiles. The United States must also build a state-of-the-art next-generation missile defense shield. We need it. A world that I refuse to say nuclear, or excuse me, a word that I refuse to say nuclear, we have to have it. We need a defense shield. We need the technology. He's not wrong on this. You do have to have peace through superior firepower. Mm -hmm. That is the arms race. This is fucking global politics, global militaristic take, whatever you want to call this. This is the basic fundamental be better than everybody else. Yeah. And also don't play your hand. Don't let people know what you've got. Um, Trump said, too, that he will push to, to rein in corruption in Congress. He said, I will push for constitutional amendment to impose term limits on members of Congress, a lifetime ban on lobbying by former members of Congress, Trump said. We want a ban on members of Congress getting rich by trading stocks. Regarding rehiring the military members Biden fired, Trump said he would also want to give them back pay for the wages lost thanks to Democrats. Okay. Realistically, is that possible? No, that's a lot of money. You kicked out a lot of people Mm -hmm. and it's been over two years. That's two years of back pay. Good Lord. That is a, that is, mm, that's a lot of money. And if you want to do that, you take that away from the Bidens. Let them pay for it. I'm cool with that. We're going to make Mexico pay for it. Make the Bidens pay for it. There's your Nuremberg 2.0. But uh, he says, we need an overhaul to clean out the festering rod of corruption, Trump said. We will dismantle the deep state. Now, again, I got to say this. That was the promise last time. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. But again, he was fought against. I'll give him that. Uh, Yeah, I think he got in there and it was a lot deeper and nastier Mm -hmm. than he thought it was. Well, he can't get rid of the deep state. How do you get rid of it? So that's the other thing I have to ask these influencers that keep saying, we're going to drain the swamp, get rid of the deep state. How are you going to do that when you have people like McConnell yeah. that are reelected by your own mm-hmm. back into positions of power? How Trump, if he gets elected in 2024, you tell me how he can remove a sitting member of Congress. You can't. You can't. So when you keep saying drain know. the swamp, essentially that boils down to I'm going to campaign against them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to support their, uh, uh, their opponent in a political race. Well, I think you start by... Doing away with the FBI. And, oh, 100. And, oh, he should have went. I really wish and, he went into that. And, oh, my uh, God. Well, he did. He did? Did, yeah, he, about, did he, he talk about that last yeah, night? Yeah, he talked about uh, reforming the FBI and the DOJ. And then he mentioned his house that was just raided. Uh, must have missed that part. Remember the mar- 
Yeah, it was a uh, good for him though. Good. I'm glad he talked about that because yeah. what we've seen from the FBI and the DOJ supports everything he's saying there. There's no denying that. Mm-hmm. We saw the weaponization of the DOJ and the yeah, FBI stuff, by like, Obama administration, no less. You start that. I don't think you'll ever get, you're ever going to drain it no. completely. You're no. never going to get all the crooks and criminals out. Yeah. Right. So, but, but I think the first way to start term limits. Term limits. Term limits. First way to start. And then flush you know, that toilet every four years and get all the shit out of there. You know, thinning out the FBI or uh-huh. just doing away with it altogether. Oh, yeah. Because clearly they can't handle the power that's been entrusted to them. Yep, that's I what mean, happens when you have political corruption. Yeah, he made a great him. point. He's like, well, why didn't the FBI raid Bill Clinton or George Bush or, or Obama? Or yeah. Obama? Said, they took things to. They took yeah. things to. Why didn't they? And it's interesting. You know why? That. Where's the January 6th committee? Where are they? Where, where's it at? Where's the Where's the uh, subpoenas now? Yeah, you got these idiots on Twitter. Uh, somebody who uh, had incited an insur- insurrection yeah. that can't run for... I'm like, where was he charged? Where are was he charged? Are you the same people that were promoting a Russian collusion hoax in yeah. a pee-pee tape? Yep. Because just I'm not taking you serious. Yeah. And, and, and your word doesn't mean anything anymore. It doesn't. And, you know, it's funny you said that because... Uh, we'll, we'll get to the article because literally you're part of this podcast episode title is called They're Back. And you're going to see why. Mm-hmm. Um, on election reforms, Trump cited his go-to three major policy items, paper ballots, same-day voting, and voter ID. It pissed me off he didn't address mail-in balloting. Mail-in ballots. That's where he should have went. I don't think and by the way, DeSantis didn't ban mail-in ballots. Yeah, you're not going to get rid of all of mail-in balloting, but you have to have a good reason yeah, why. Like, I agree. You've yeah. got to be disabled. Mail-in ballots. Yes. Yes. Something like- but no, I found out last night DeSantis didn't ban mail-in ballots. Yeah, it's... I think there's something that you could do to where you have to fill out yeah. some forms. You got to be it, physically disabled, right. whatever the case. Like, but if you're able bodied, no, out and get you don't a get one. Mail and ballot. Yeah, I agree. I, I was kind of pissed they didn't address that last but night, the but it's a good start. Ballot harvesting, mm-hmm. he did do away with. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And of course, we will do whatever it takes to bring back honesty and trust in our elections, Trump said. We need voter ID, same-day voting, and we need paper ballots, and we want all votes counted on election night. Again, a fresh wound to the GOP. Trump's putting a Band-Aid on it saying, you elect me, I'm going to fix this. I will suture this. But that comes down to governors as well. You know, so that's the other thing. It's like, why? This is the thing that kind of concerns me about this. You can't do like a federal... Law that says it's up to the states. You have to show ID when you go in to vote. Well, they could for a federal election. That's what was on my mind. But I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know. But in my mind, it's like, look, this isn't a state level election. Participate in a federal election, you have to go by federal guidelines. I would assume. But the thing that kind of aggravated me about it is that Trump, um, he basically basically talked about the uh, all this voting issues. Yeah, he knew this was coming Mm -hmm. back in 2016. He knew his entire presidency this was coming. Yeah. So if it was as important to you back then as it is now, why didn't you change? Because you don't have the power to. This is up to state governors. This is up to state Congress. But again, I would, I do kind of want to find ourselves a constitutional lawyer and get them on the show and be like, look, can this be changed being this is a federal election and not a state? Mm-hmm. Because to participate in federal elections, there must be federal guidelines that must be followed for each state to participate. Yeah. And I think if you codify that, you're good to go. And, you know, I would never, and trust me when I say, I would never say this if these guidelines were unconstitutional. Granted, I understand they didn't have, like, IDs back then. It was literally like, my name's Sam Herschel on the back 40 over there on the west side of freaking West Virginia. And it's like, oh, yeah, I know you. Say, how you boys doing? How you voting for? And they know, you know, but it's changed. 
Granted, it has changed. So I think, fairly enough, to prove that you're a citizen of these great United States, you should show that proof, which is a government-issued ID. In states like New York, it's not required. So if Trump got in office, I would definitely be consulting legal advice to saying, okay, if if New York will not abide by voter ID, according to federal regulations, then New York will not be allowed, as a state, to vote in these presidential elections. Mm -hmm. Now, granted... That, and that's not one of those things that, and I do realize that does violate a lot of rights, but that's one of those things that your your state-level representatives had better fix the system to basically make you qualified as a state to vote. Now, I realize there's going to be a lot of people that don't like that, because what about in these blue states where they don't want to do that? Well, then you're not going to vote. You're, you're just not going to vote. Your votes won't count, because in order to participate in this election, these are the rules. And as long as those rules are fair and balanced, and again, literally, all the rules are... Be a citizen of America and be able to prove it and be a voting age and I kind of th- and not be a felon. I think that's it. It's pretty simple. Yeah, that's that's not that difficult. Pretty easy. I don't find that discriminatory toward left, center or right, because, guys, if it was, I'd be the first one to say it's like, no, that's not fair because you're going to exclude this group. Mm-hmm. But I find it by and large. That's appropriate. But instantly, these leftist people will go over there and naturally take the conversation down the rabbit hole of, well, this disproportionately affects people of color. Like, everything just disproportionately affects people of color. My God, it can rain tomorrow and it disproportionately affects... That's what they do. They regurgitate these stupid buzzword statements yeah. and these dog whistles. And instantly, people just, you know, they come to, heel to it. And it's like, oh, my God, we don't want to offend the blacks. We don't want to offend the Jews. We don't find any minority. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You treat these people as if they are stupid. You treat them as if they are just like the, the scum of the earth. Mm-hmm. Like you treat them as if they don't have to operate a fucking computer. And what's worse is that black people like Joy Reid will sit there and simp for the likes of Biden when he has said some really racist shit about black people and how he treats them. Yeah. And they say nothing. So realistically, when they call these black conservatives sellouts and coons and Uncle Toms and shit like that, just hold up a fucking mirror to them. But like, do you realize that you're keeping your people on the mental plantation of slavery because you just want to buy into this political halo effect because you like your candidate better? So you're fucking stupid. You're a traitor to your own class of people and race. I was saying that's just a damn shame because you shouldn't be thinking like that. You should be thinking for people to think for themselves. Mm-hmm. But naturally, when Biden says, you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Who the, as a rich white liberal, who the fuck do you think you are? Like that, that just blows my mind because if somebody said that to me, like a white person, like or a black person, if you don't vote for me, you ain't white. Motherfucker, who the fuck you think you is? Bitch, I come out this shop, beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> just crazy to me. Just crazy how they can sit there and say such ignorant shit. And black people like Joey Reed are just going, mm-hmm, give me that white dick, daddy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, it's. Uh, I think it's more about the paycheck than oh, anything yeah. else. Absolutely. That's why these guys do that stuff. That's why. You have that uh, the Lincoln Project. Yeah, you go. I was looking at some of their donors, and uh, it's pretty interesting. Oh, I don't doubt it. It's like a lot of billionaires, yeah, attorneys. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it? One of the owners of Walmart. Uh, one of the Disney uh, family members. Color like, me shocked. Uh, who was it? Color Sequoia. Me who, remember the uh, Sequoia Equity Firm? I do not. Uh, you know, it had something to do with Biden. Hunter Biden in China. Mm-hmm. It's an equity firm, and they donated like over a million dollars. Just go back and look through, look at their donors, see who their donors are, and then ask yourself: Do these people really have my best interest at heart? No, they oh, no. don't. All these big corporate donors no. are they're they're basically doing that for their own interests. Like yeah. I'll put it this way: Like if there was a candidate that was going to run for the legalization of marijuana, and we got a pot farm that we're waiting to freaking release, but we mm-hmm. can't because it's illegal, I'm going to donate to that guy. 
as much as I can to get him freaking in office so he can overturn this so I can make money. Mm -hmm. It's no difference whether you're at the ground level, mid-level, or high level. It's just that these big corporations have a lot more money to throw at it, so it's kind of like... Millions. Mil billions, even. Like, yeah. if you total it all up, it's a lot of freaking money. They put monies into these super PACs, and these guys That's just nuts. basically shit talk for a living. Mm -hmm. And then from those <laughs> super PACs, they donate millions out to presidential candidates, and it's just like, good Lord. It's amazing. This, this same group of people on the left that says that Elon Musk could, like, cure war or end world hunger. I know. Let's dip into one of these fucking these super PACs, especially on the left, and let, let's pull funding from that. If you're so concerned with these starving kids over in Shenanigan, I don't know where the fuck they're from, yeah. it's like, well, then there's money right there. Yeah, I but encourage... No, uh, it's got to be somebody else. Yeah, I encourage everybody to go look up uh, Lincoln, the Lincoln Project about who yeah. their donors are. Lincoln Project's corrupt, yeah. Like, I didn't even really know much about them until I started looking at them the other day. I'm like, what the fuck are these people? Yeah, they're just... You, so you, you got one of them to respond to you on Twitter? Oh, yeah, with the blue check mark. So, so what happened? They're forced to look at my comments because <laughs> I've just been hammering that douchebag Rick Wilson. <laughs> What did you say to him? Uh, just It's hard for him to talk because he's got a mouthful of George Soros balls. <laughs> he responded to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said something about my wife. He's like, oh, your mom doesn't care. I'm like, <laughs> he had a look at my comment. I'm like, yeah. Gotcha, bitch. The jerking off, don't like you. Jerking off billionaire dicks for dollars. Oh, that a, bro, that a, <laughs> it's true. That's what he's doing. Billionaire dicks for dollars. You can phone in at 214-817-1689. We'll be taking your calls. The subject right now is Trump's opening speech for his presidential bid of 2024. What are your thoughts? Good, bad, don't give a shit. Do you think somebody else should be running? We got Mike Pence coming out saying, uh, I think there's going to be a lot more options. And that's going to be coming up here in the next segment. Let's take a few calls and hear what the people have to say. Because as you know, we are the American Savage Podcast or uh, are of the people, by the people, for the people, and a voice of the people. And we like to say in unison, penis. Penis. No, again, 214-817-1689. You can call into the show. I'm getting a lot of great feedback about that. People really love um, getting the call in and, and voice their opinions. We do appreciate that. So, we got it? Uh, getting it set up right now. Yep, lines are open. Lines are open. Go ahead and call in. Basically, Josh has to put that stuff on mute because even after the show ended yesterday, you were getting calls for hours on that app that you have. Like, <laughs> yeah. I heard the phone going on. I was like, good Lord. Yeah, guys, after the podcast this is over. over don't bother calling in. We're yeah. not answering. <laughs> Let's see. You know, there's some pissed off person out there like three of them. I'm going to call them anyway. Give them a piece of my mind. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Is this freaking customer support? <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. We got one. What should, uh, wait. There we go. Incoming call. There we go. That's a whole process, guys. All right. You there? Hey, Josh. How you doing? This is Nick in California. What's up, buddy? Hey, um, am I on right now? Yeah, you're on right now. Oh, uh, hey, guys. Uh, so I just want to say regards to Trump's speech. So I was thinking, I know the name of the game is get the base out the vote, but what do you guys think about that independents are key? Because it seems like, yeah, the Republicans can come out and, you know, make a big splash, but without a lot of these independents, I don't know which way to go. I feel like that's more of the key. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I agree. It's He has to change his... Uh his cadence because I think regardless of who, if it's going to be DeSantis or Trump, if it's Trump, I think the people who are going to vote for Ron DeSantis are more than likely going to vote for Trump. And it's that small sliver of independents who are going to make the decision for the rest of the country of which direction we're going to go. So 
I think he 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 nailed it. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be foolish of us to ignore what the LP can bring to the table, even though it's a vast minority. But that minority in certain key races, yeah. such as in uh, Pennsylvania, Arizona, especially Georgia, Georgia for one, uh, the LP can make or break. They can swing it, and it's just it's really. And from what I saw on the Twitterverse during that, a lot of the people in the LP were being a little smug sons of bitches. It's like you realize you're going to turn people against you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. I feel like this dynamic between the LP and the other parties, if they start turning spiteful because they don't get more support towards their candidates, therefore they're going to intentionally throw elections, mm-hmm. you've just made enemies of both sides. And it's like, you know, fuck the LPs at that point. So, you know, and and again, I I really feel like it's just like, don't make the GOP pay for what the GOP did to Rand Paul back in the day. Because if I was around and actually paid attention, I've been voting for Rand Paul hardcore. But, you know, they screwed Rand Paul. They screwed a lot of good candidates. But it doesn't mean that you continuously hold a grudge against them. It's like it it changes, it evolves, you get new blood in there. And that's why I think the GOP could learn a lot from the the Libertarian Party because they need to progress in that direction. Mm -hmm. But you are never going to convert the GOP into the LP. The best way to do it is to convert the GOP to be more like them yeah. and then fold them into your your fold and then progress because i feel like if you did that you'd bring over a lot of the fringe left voters as well yeah so, that, so that's my stance on that one thank you for your call man appreciate that um and then you know again i could be wrong on this one thanks buddy but that's just that's my thoughts so all right we got another call yeah right um, yeah hang on after this one we got the next article to come into uh the segment of the podcast they're back Stand by, guys. A lot of calls. <laughs> Poor Josh. Over there, like, handling that phone like it's a sex worker. Oh. What are you wearing? All right, here we go. Okay. Hello. Hey, guys. What's up, buddy? You're How's on. How's it going? Pretty good. So. Hey, uh, thanks for... I got a question for you guys. So I live up here in Mass, and yeah, it's stuck up here. Very fucking Democratic, or a whole bunch of Democrats and shit. But uh, a bunch of the bunch of people that I know, obviously, are on the other side of the aisle. And I try to talk politics with them on occasion, you know, try to keep it level-headed. And they basically look at me and they're like, "Well, you know what? Why don't you send us news articles on, you know, some stuff that basically." paints the Democrats for what you what you guys see and what I see as what they really are, you know? And with the news with the news being as biased as it is, uh, is there any articles or anything like that that you recommend that I would lean on? Oh man. To these guys about? That's like that's <laughs> I get that question a lot. Honestly, dude, it's like taking the diarrhea and trying to find the turd in it. Fox, they're they're biased. Uh, Breitbart, they're clearly biased. CNN's clearly biased. You know, you've seen ON. You've seen a lot of different news. The Gateway Pundit. Mm-hmm. Realistically, I feel like it's it's a matter of looking at different news outlets on the same story and reading it from different sides, and then trying to figure out your own perspective on this. For example, uh, yeah. and thank you for your call, by the way, I appreciate that. I, I wish I could give you like, hey, this organization, this MSM outlet, is straight down the middle, will not veer left or right. I don't have an answer for. You on that one because every single one I look at, it's like you do have to know where they're coming from. But it's, I think, realistically speaking, it's like which one leans more towards truth overall? Yeah, do you have a suggestion for that? I know there's there's other podcasters on there. 
like in 2015, I started listening to this guy, H.A. Uh, Goodman, on mm-hmm. on YouTube. He would do a podcast, and he was a big Bernie Sanders supporter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after what the Democratic Party had done to Bernie Sanders, uh, maybe like a light bulb went off in his head, and he was like, the Democratic Party is just crooked. Yeah, They're not going to nominate this guy. They they pushed him to the side. They cheated him. Yeah, And then he really started getting into Trump, Trump's election and all that stuff. Uh, I think he voted Jorgensen in 2016. And then yeah. 2020, he, he was all in for Trump. Yeah, And this is a guy who voted Democrat his Bernie, entire life. Bernie, no less. A California Democrat. Yeah. Bernie, no less. Yeah. Wants, you know, universal health care, all this stuff. But it was just the fact that... Trump was what is an outsider. Yeah. He's not the guy, you know, he he used the system to benefit himself yeah. because that's how it works. They're the ones that put that in place. Like you can you can blame so, that's that's what like blows my mind about all that. It's like the people like Hillary Clinton, the rest yeah. of them want to like blame the Tom Trump and the Taz, like literally same system you use. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, but I th- I think you see people like that, people who used to be on the left, mm-hmm. uh, but tend to go more to I mean, because he's he's probably still, you know, pro choice. You know, he's probably still universal health care. But I think we all can agree on we want less government. We yeah. want less uh, government uh, regulation. And and that's why single issue voting doesn't yeah, work. We don't want to get into proxy wars. You know, we don't want to send our sons and daughters overseas to die in some war that yeah. has nothing to do with us. Because yeah. we see what we've seen the results of that. I agree. Right? I agree. So, I, I think that that's just one of those things to where I, I agree. Outside, back to what his question was, it's just like. Yeah, Again, I take two articles, compare them. And then right. just the other thing is like, I do want to talk about real quick. I forgot to talk about that. The missiles that supposedly yeah. breaking news yesterday that were fired from Russia were in fact not from Russia. Uh, it's called an S-300, I think, missile guidance system. It's like a, a service that, well, not a SAM. Uh, well, technically, I guess it is. And I'm not a missile specialist. I was a grunt. But apparently, these are uh, missiles that are fired. They're, miss- they're air defense, missile defense, mm-hmm. against uh, the barrage that Russia launched. I think it was something like over 80 missiles launched uh, towards Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And apparently, one of their missiles, the S-300, I think is the name of it, uh, it's a Ukrainian, well, it's a Soviet-era missile, but their Ukrainians are using it. And apparently, it was two of those missile fragments that were found at the Polish point that killed the two civilians. So what it's looking like, it was an accident from the missile fallout of something like that, apparently. Uh, that's what, And Poland is even saying this is probably what happened. Mm-hmm. But it was very interesting to see how many people instantly, Zelensky instantly went to the news and said this is a Russian attack. Come to find out that S-300 doesn't even have the range capabilities yeah. to be fired from Russia. Maybe shut your mouth until you figure everything out before pulling everybody else into a war. Well, here's the thing. What was Zelensky? Well, and I hate playing devil's advocate, but if my country is on the verge of being, or they're invaded, yeah, I'm going to do everything with my power to freaking get the EU involved, to get NATO boots on the ground involved. So no wonder Zelensky is going to call for that. And that's why people had to be very careful uh, because instantly he took to the airwaves like, oh, this is this is not called for. We we I call on NATO. You must attack Russia. Blah 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 blah. Get them out of Ukraine. It's like, wait a minute, man. This was these were your guys. Your guys did this. I've and naturally, I don't think this was intentional. I think this was an accident. And that's why like Poland's going to institute Article Five of NATO because uh, everybody's like, well, technically, I mean, <laughs> I got a bad feeling about Zelensky. I, I yeah, yeah, I he do does too. all these photo ops with mm-hmm. celebrities. Did a, yeah. what Vogue magazine? Sean Penn's over there giving him his Oscar to freaking jerk him. It's a douchebag. Yeah, taking billions of dollars from American taxpayers. Oh, Investing it into cryptocurrency that's supporting democratic yeah. candidates. The whole thing is reeks. Uh, reeks. Yeah, it doesn't sound good at all. Like, it reeks. It's nobody should be comfortable with what's happening right now. That uh, Jack Poebeck, what's his name? 
He's with the Turning Point crew. I don't really pay attention to him too much, but he's a big name over there. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, what's his name? He he posted up last night. And I was like, holy shit, Jack Posobiec, I think is his name. It says, if this was a deliberate attack on the Soviet territory of Poland, it must be repaid in blood. Easy, stud. Easy. Hey, let me get my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa. We're paying blood by who? You? You going over there, bud? Because I get he was intelligence, which is he probably didn't really fight. But even still, it's like, calm down there, dude. We don't know anything yet. That's why I was kind of like, it hit me. I read a tweet. It was from um, Cernovich. Yeah. He made a good point. And I'm, I'm ashamed I didn't think about this because I, I said something. Like, this could be a false flag. This could be a provocation by Ukraine to pull NATO, and it definitely crossed my mind. But what Cernovich pointed out, which is a good point, is that Ukraine is, they're stalemated with Russia. Winter's coming. Yeah. They can't do anything. The, the weather won't permit. The terrain is not maneuverable. They're done for now. They're still going to fight, but to occupy and hold uh, those areas that Russia's got, that's going to be that's going to be difficult to do. But why would you go and attack Poland, which would then not only pull Poland into this, but all of NATO? Doesn't make sense strategically. Dumb move. Yeah. So once I started following that down the trail, it's like, okay, wait a minute. Maybe this is just you know. Sometimes the simplest answer is the actual answer. Outcomes right. or whatever the Occam's razor. Occam's razor. Yeah. And. I'm just kind of like the Overton window, excuse me. And I'm just like, maybe the simplest answer is that it was two Ukrainian idiot privates that hit a button, probably shouldn't have, and went over there. Unless they can prove. Oh, shit. This, oh, shit. We are so fucked. Oh, God. Oh, God. Zelensky is going to kill us for this. Oh, fuck. Um, Maybe the common thing was that it was just two stupid privates, pushed the button, missile went haywire. Or maybe it was a genuine accident. We'll never know. But I do know that Poland is saying, hey, sucks. We lost two. This isn't World War Three, but man, it certainly did bring out a lot of conservatives. Were like, you must be paid. Like this Jack dude, damn, you really wanted to commit troops right off the bat, yeah. right off the fucking bat. Fuck diplomacy, fuck all that. Like, dude, I'm telling you, and it's a lot of these dudes. God bless their service, but you weren't frontline trigger pullers. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You, I'm not talking about him, Bermade. I'm talking about other people as well. They're talking about wanting to go fight. It's like, bro. The border's open. Go. Yeah. Fucking go. But it was interesting that Jack took that approach when it was Poland that was attacked. Mm-hmm. And I think he's Polish. I think he might have family over there. I could be wrong on that. I don't know. But I was I was reading his post. And I was like, he did not just fucking say this. He did not just say this. Maybe he had a little... Uh... I don't know. Everybody's getting hyped up, ready to go to war. It's like, bro, when they uh, Ukraine's already been recruiting. What's, what's kept you? You can go over and fight. You got enough money. Catch the next thing smoking and go pick up an AK and go to town on the Ruskies. Come on. Go get yourself some uh, some crazy Ivans. Get some. Get some. This one's for turning point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All hail Charlie Kirk. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck me. Never going to be mainstream and we're okay with it. Ah. Uh, NPR publishes most melodramatic pearl-clutching response possible to Trump's 2024 announcement. And that's right, folks. They're back. The over-dramatic, pearl-clutching, whining voices of the MSM that are going to blow out of proportion literally everything Donald Trump says. And you know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for it because now you're like, MSM is the... If you thought CNN was bad then... And the ratings have already tanked. It's about to get even worse. Yeah. NPR if, should go away. Dude, NPR is full of shit. They are just, yeah. they're big. They're, they're fucking public radio propagandists. Yeah. 
It's, like, holy that's, that's shit. That's all it is. Yeah. I've ridiculous. never heard one single you see what they were posting middle of the night? road thing yeah. that would make it seem like they Fair were balanced. for yeah. both sides of America. They were just for America. John they, sits listening to Josh making the jerking off motion. <laughs> Damn right. I agree. I agree. Like, these people are so fucking biased. Right. Like, National Public Radio. How much my did we spend dick. on that shit? No shit. This show is brought to you by viewers like you. Those viewers should be shot because they're fucking retarded for funding your fucking retardation. I'm Alex Jones. Oh, God. Was that? Oh, Athena cut one. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, good Lord. It's like burning my eyes. Um, National Public Radio claimed that former President Donald Trump inspired a deadly riot and tried to overthrow the 2020 election. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Where, where, where is this? There is not one shred of honesty in that no. statement. Nope. Like they didn't even watch it. Yep. It's ridiculous. Like they just went to Twitter and see what people were saying. They're Mm -hmm. like, oh, if the press takes this approach again, it's like, here we go again. Another four years of the bullshit of the, the, just the scream at the sky. The sky is falling chicken little type of morons out there. And you're just kind of like, are we not over this? Like, are we, can we really just have some fair and balanced news? And again, the, me- the media is not going to do this because this all comes back to clicks. It all comes back to clicks. But there is one thing that could potentially change how this goes. Watch war. Twitter. Oh. Did you say war? Porn. Oh, por- yeah, porn for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, no, Twitter. If Elon, now hear me out on this one. Elon has already called out the New York Times for a lot of fluff pieces. Elon has already called out a lot of MSM organizations for being complicit in propaganda spreading. What if Elon tells these organizations, if you continue with this and we continue fact-checking you and you'd be wrong, we're going to ban you. Imagine if NPR does not have the reach on Twitter. They're going to be forced to go to Facebook and Instagram and that's it. They're not going to be over on True Social. They're not going to be on Twitter. Where else have they got? YouTube, all of them. And by the way, Amazon announced two days ago they're laying off 11,000 employees as well. Amazon, Facebook, woke corporations, woke corporations. But you know the reason why, primarily for Amazon, they're laying people off? Inflation. Yeah. People don't have the money to spend on things anymore that Mm -hmm. they, they don't consider to be very important. They just don't. They are getting raped at the pumps. Yeah. They're getting just crucified. And what does Biden do? We're not drilling. We're not fixing this problem. We're just going to continue going and seeking oil other places. Yeah. And again, that does not make us more green. It makes us more reliant on other countries that are doubling production and increasing the same amount of pollution as if it was just us doing it. So you fucking morons out there with your stupid unwashed hippies, get a haircut, take a shower, and just suck start a shotgun. Do us all a favor, you fucking morons. You know, I swear to God, if I see job. one more group of people, yeah, you, you would think. Go and a job a is not throwing paint on a famous painting and sitting there yeah. saying, oh, it's like, I wish so. You know, you know how you stop that? Matt Walsh talked about 25 years since. No, a fractured skull. A fractured skull will stop that. Have a security guard whip out an asp and crack those little fuckers over the head. At least a good old-fashioned whooping, and whoop right? that ass and then get a camera and be like, you know, if I was a security guard and their video terror, I saw uh, somebody with a cell phone say, hey, come here, come here, follow me real quick. And be like, just train the camera on him. Don't you move. Pull out the ass and I go to town on that motherfucker. And I'm sitting there. I beat the shit. I mean, the little beta males, they're not going to fight back. If anything, they're going to scream, piss on themselves. Yeah. Say, oh, don't hurt me, daddy. And you're going to sit there and they're going to be on the ground bleeding. So get it, zoom in on this and you crack them on the skull again. See that? That's bone. You see that? That's brain matter. Fuck around with the Mona Lisa and find out you little cocksuckers and see what the fuck happens. Put out a violent countermeasure that tells people if you are caught doing this before the cops arrive, personal security will 
take your ass and put you through the fucking wall where we can then mount another painting that you can't throw oil on. But instead, all it is is just like, they're nice. They're kid gloves. Come on, you can't do that. They're lightly. Put that motherfucker's face in the cement and crack some fucking teeth. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. They know what they're doing and they're getting away with it. And by the way, I'm not talking about cops doing this. I'm talking about private security. Knock those motherfuckers the fuck out. An ass to the face? Hell yeah. Leave just, the, just the sound that would make would get my dick hard. Oh, yeah. Beating hippies. Oh, uh, yeah. If they glued themselves to the wall, I would just take my belt. Just like my dad used Set to do us when we were kids. We'd get belt whippings. If, yeah, if they glued themselves to the wall, that'd be funny. Be like, perfect. But like, you really should have done You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, somebody get the darts. Lawn darts, preferably. We're going to yeah. have some fun here. Just to move those cameras. Just oh, point them in God. different directions. No kidding, right? Get just a good old fat. That's what they need. Just to, yeah. They didn't get whipped when they were kids. They get disciplined. Yep. Uh, however, NPR blasted Trump shortly after he made his announcement for presidency. Uh, uh, presidential election inspired a deadly ride at the Capitol. Inspired blah, 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 blah. Just the NPR just sucking more on that Democrat dick and regurgitating the same talking points the left's been pushing for he, fucking since January 6th now. Uh, Donald Trump would try to overthrow the results. Blah, blah, blah. NPR. Like, NPR really really stepped in it on this one. It's just like, dude, you really picked the side and people are never going to forget that. Mm-hmm. So, but again, you saw New York times instantly, instantly ripping Trump instantly. And here's the, here's the kicker about all of this. These MSM outlets are fucking happy as hell. Trump is running. You know why they get more clicks. They get more clicks when Trump is in office, because he gives it to them. They look over at CNN wearing a neck brace and a black eye, <laughs> missing a tooth. Like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going bankrupt. You beat us up. We fucked up. <laughs> Sarge, we fucked up. It's damn truth. You're not lying. It's like CNN's over there. Uh-uh. Ain't uh, worth it. And Jim Acosta's like, my butthole still hasn't healed. Don't do it. I know. Don't do it. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Got some breaking news. NBC report says body cam footage contradicts DOJ narrative in Paul Pelosi. Ca- <gasps> you don't. You look at, you look at someone like Nancy Pelosi and it's just like, she's got such a f- just punchable face. You just, just want to just punch her in the fucking face. What a cunt. I mean, that's, thanks women. I don't know that you can take a better word to describe her. Honestly. You can. She's just yeah. a total scumbag. Oh, Lord. Again, uh, mark my words. Knock on wood. When she dies, we're throwing a party. It's going to be the Pelosi party. You might go to that funeral just to make sure she's inside that coffin. Uh, this is true. This is true. Make sure you put a stake through her heart. Yeah. Her and Hillary Clinton. Put garlic all uh, around the freaking, the. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Uh, thanks to a local NBC report, the sketchy narrative around Paul Pelosi alleged assault at the hands of 42-year-old David DePapi. <laughs> DePapi, sorry. DePapi, DePapi, DePapi. Um, uh, is even more sketchy. The corrupt left-wing Democratic Department of Justice tells us that after Paul Pelosi's after Paul Pelosi, husband outgoing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, called 9-11, it was the police who opened the door of the Pelosi home. Uh, NBC Bay Area says that's not true. The local police report clearly states Paul Pelosi opened the door. What's more, the local left-wing district attorney does not dispute that. So why the discrepancy? Here's a partial transcript from the NBC report. This all has to do with the moment, seconds really, just before Paul Pelosi was struck in the head with a hammer inside his San Francisco home. There seems to be contradicting accounts of the relatively 
simple question. Who opened the door that night when San Francisco police arrived at the Pelosi house? The Department of Justice says two officers opened the door. That's according to a federal indictment earlier this week. But the San Francisco District Attorney's Office in another court document that was filed earlier this month said Mr. Pelosi opened the door with his left hand. NBC's Big Ad Shaban goes on to say that he spoke with someone who personally watched the responding officer's body cam footage, and the footage shows police knocking on the door of Pelosi's home. Pelosi then backed away from the door. Then the video, per Shaban, clearly shows Paul Pelosi opening the door with his left hand. Shaban goes on to say that the body cam footage shows the officer having a brief conversation with Pelosi and DePapi before DePapi starts beating Pelosi with a hammer. The DOJ did not respond to NBC's request for comment. However, Shabon did talk to District Attorney Brooke Jenkins about it. She doesn't dispute that Mr. Pelosi opened the door and says quite fairly that victims will all react differently in stressful situations. So she can't explain why, if Pelosi felt threatened, he didn't run out the door. Hmm. Something's fishy in the state of Denmark. You know, I, something's I odd. He was in there getting his gay fuck on. Yeah. He got, uh, I don't know, if you didn't want to get caught, why would you call the cops? Got out of hand. Maybe. He couldn't get him out. Maybe it was one of those things that Paul Pelosi had promised this guy some fuggy fuggy and he didn't feel like getting him the fuggy fuggy. He was like, hey, the wife's about to be home. You got to get out. He's like, no, you promised you'd leave her and tell me you love me. And he's like, oh, you know what? I can't get this crazy guy out of here. You know how these LGBT dudes are. They're fucking nuts. So I'm calling the cops. Cops show up and this guy's like, no, you didn't. Crunk. Where's Nancy? I'm telling Nancy. I'm telling Nancy. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't feel safe. I'm not. Where's your hammer? Your head looks like a nail. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But I think it's probably because Paul Pelosi is a closeted gay dude. That's probably what it turns into because you know, this dude. He's, he hasn't he's had a good year so far. Oh, no, he really hasn't. Got you know, a bad car accident, almost killed somebody, drinking DUI, and driving. Yeah, but at least his stock portfolio is doing well, so kudos to him yeah, on that one. Several million dollars on some insider trading information, as it good turns Lord. out. Good as it were. Good Lord. Well, ex-Vice President Mike Pence comes out swinging for the fences. Not really. It's Pence just... Yeah. Pence is kind of like... Yeah. <laughs> Pence is like Officer Doofy. It's or, or Droopy. It's like, my name is Officer... My name is Vice President Mike Pence, and I really feel that the GOP has some other alternatives prior to 2024 because, well, you know, we just don't like Trump anymore. He says very mean things. Like Mike Pence, I I, that guy does not instill in me any confidence that that guy could actually grab his balls and lead. He's just one of those, like, you know what? Turn the other cheek. Well, you know what? I think sometimes in this day and age, Jesus would not only turn the cheek, but you do a full, you know, 360 with a machine gun and be like, oh, not in this temple. <laughs> Jesus also pulled out a whip and went to town on the money changers. Just saying. Just saying. You know? Probably would have done the same, same thing in this day and age. Only fans, you sluts! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Trump gave him the opportunity to be a real hero. And he didn't. You know, he brought him into his campaign, mm-hmm. and, you know, he was the He was the a virtual loud nobody. He really was. Nobody knew who Mike... I didn't know who Mike Pence was. I didn't either. Just I knew some like, guy yeah. back. He's like, oh, nobody in that state likes him. I'm like, well, how does he keep getting elected? Exactly. I'm like, somebody must like him. He seems like a pretty vanilla guy. He does. He, he is like he is like the most vanilla politician there is, yeah. which, you know, realistically speaking, that's probably kind of how you want to be. Right. Vote and according to what your people want. Don't make waves. Don't bring a lot of attention to yourself because as we've seen with many politicians, you bring attention to yourself. Now you're watched left and right. Yeah. You know, just vote, yada, 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 yada. So I don't know. Um, 
Monday during an interview with FNC host Brett Baer, former Vice President Mike Pence was asked to react to former President Donald Trump's forthcoming announcement about his 2024 bid for a second term. After acknowledging his record with Trump and his, as his Vice President, Pence said he believed different, con- different times called for different leadership, suggesting he was not supporting Trump's presidential aspirations this time around. Really? No shit. Bear says, all right, your former boss, by all accounts, is going to get back into the presidential field. He's going to announce uh, what he wants to seek Republican. Blah, 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 blah. What do you think of that? Pence says, well, it's a free country. Well, no shit, Pence. No shit, it's a free country. Sort of. Yeah, actually, it's really not free, but I get your point. Well, it's a free country, Brett, and I, the president's entitled to make whatever announcement that he wants to make tonight. Okay, when somebody leads with something like that, that's a, that's a, that's a big nothing. You're like, you're saying, uh, well, you know what? The sky is blue and the ocean is blue and yeah. grass is green. And, you know, I like, uh, you know, pickle sandwiches. It's like, well, what the fuck does that have? That's not even the point. Like, what are you doing? This is a typical politician yeah. answer. That shit gets annoying. Uh, but then he gets in you. He says, but as I wrote in my book that was just released today, talk about like sucking your own dick, dude. Good mm-hmm. Lord. Um, I'm incredibly proud of the record for the Trump parents administration. We rebuilt our military, revived our economy, blah, 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 blah. All right. But all that being said, once I just push past all the fluffage, this depends self fluffage, it says, but all that being said, as I have traveled around the country over the last two years, what I hear again and again, Brett, is that people want to see us return to the policies of the Trump Pence administration. But I, I hear people saying that they would like us to move forward with leadership that will unite our country around our, our highest ideals and reflect the kind of respect and civility that the American people demonstrate to each other every day. What the fuck are you talking about? What, 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 like, dude, this is, again, you are so out of touch. No wonder people don't like you. You're out of touch. What are you talking about civility and respect, people? Are you kidding me? Not even six months ago, they wanted to lock us up for not getting your fucking poison jab. What do you want about you, old fuck? Are you kidding me? Americans treat each other. Dude, I wouldn't give a shit if fucking half of California broke off into the ocean, all the fucking liberals drowned. You think I give a fuck about them? These same people that wanted us fucking dead, the same administration that wished us the severe winter of illness. And you think I give a fuck when they sat there and they applauded as we were fired and our, many people's businesses came crashing down around them? Fuck them and fuck Mike Pence. No, I'm not turning the other cheek. That's what the GOP continuously does, and we need to stop doing that. That's bullshit. It's fucking ridiculous. Fuck Mike Pence. Stupid fuck. I don't even know what he said after that because I got too mad. Anyway. <laughs> dumb shit. Yeah, he would have been... I would respect him more if he would have just came out and yeah. actually attacked Donald Trump. Be like, you know what? The yeah, guys, say what you're thinking, dude. Don't you know, be a bitch. He was a loud mouth. I just got tired of it. Yeah. All this other stuff. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We did some good stuff. Yeah. You know, don't be a typical politician. That's why he's a it's just a typical politician. You know what? That's why we need term limits. Yeah. Go out and do a real job. Yeah. Go out and be an electrician or be a plumber. Mm-hmm. Go get your hands dirty in the field. Yep. You know, be a farmer. Do something like that. Mm-hmm. See how that works. They're not going to do that. Well, in other good news, Shania Twain poses nude for a photo shoot, and those photos cannot be found. And the crowd said in unison, ah. I don't know why that was a headline. I saw it on Breitbart. Mm, I was like, what? what? Is this news? Okay, that, whatever. That doesn't impress me much. <laughs> Let's go, girls. What <laughs> 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 the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> oh, my God. All right, last article of the day, folks. We're going to wrap this shit up. We're going to go something to eat. Uh, Texas to use every available strategy to repel migrants crossing borders, says Governor Abbott. Governor Abbott 
who has just been reelected to governorship of Texas, comes out swinging, saying we're basically enacting our Texas constitutional rights and we locking this motherfucker down. Hot Wheels himself is like, fuck this shit. Hot we wheels. done playing around. Old Ironsides himself. Texas Governor Greg Abbott ordered the state police and military force to use every available strategy to repel migrants illegally crossing the border. The governor also ordered protection from an invasion of the southern border until Congress acts. Mm hmm. Or the Biden administration does its constitutionally required job, Texas guardmen and troopers must bear the burden of securing the border. Abbott wrote in a letter to the commanders of the Texas Department of Public Safety and the Texas Military Department, you must continue to keep Texas, Texans and Americans safe and protect against an invasion of the southern border. I order you to use all resources and tools available to repel immigrants from attempting to cross illegally, arrest those who cross illegally and return them to the border and arrest criminals who violate Texas law. Sounds good in theory, right? No, this does nothing. You've just thrown more money, more troops, more people at a problem that is not fixing itself. Now, if, and Greg Abbott talks about doing this, but we're waiting to see if he does it, mm -hmm. if he finishes this wall and takes the advice of Border Patrol on how to strengthen those walls, secure those borders, this doesn't do anything. Because again, this is like herpes. They will be back. Yeah, Throwing them across the border does not fix the issue. They come back. That's just the cold, hard facts. But if Abbott goes forward on trying to secure that southern border and you start resorting to violent means, then you've locked down the border. Mm -hmm. He'll never do that, though. They will never do that. You start smoking some of these people at the border, never going to happen. And if they're going to continue trying to cross. But now, if you mine the border, you put mines throughout there and you start blowing some of these dudes up. Really North Korea. Let's up. fucking do it. I'm all about it. But the mines have to be in that stretch of land on both sides of that border, and we know where those mines are marked at, you try and cross, hey, bro, you make it across, you've earned your citizenship. <laughs> fucking it should be the... Playing tiptoe bingo yeah, here. It should be the way to do it. Sometimes you win, sometimes you're a pink mist. It's really up to oh, you. Oh, he lost a leg, Bob. <laughs> Let's put let's put cameras on that border. Well, it's like, oh, yeah. there goes Pedro. Oh, oh. Pedro is now a foursome. <laughs> a sibling's walking away with a head. <laughs> Some lucky fan. Oh, good luck. <laughs> Oh, uh, and Pedro's head made it over the wall. Go! Ole, 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 ole. No, not really. I'm just playing. I'm actually, no, they should. You need to use uh, strict measures. Otherwise, they're not going to take it seriously. Uh. I mean, think about it. If I know that if I break into that business over there and I get caught, I'm just going to get released again. Who gives a shit? I'm going to do it again until yeah. I can eventually break in, steal what I want to steal, and then get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So what what are you doing as a deterrent? There is no deterrent. The cheese is still on the trap. They're still going to come. Yeah. Economic freedom, that's a big piece of cheese to these people. And I don't blame them. I get it. But at the same token, you're, you're basically undermining those that do it the right way. And we have to have a vetting process. It has to be. And we do need them to send people that can actually come over here and contribute, not instantly go on welfare. I'm yeah. sorry. That's just the truth. Now, I'm not saying that you can come over here and like get a handout for like a month or two. But look, get a job. Do what you got to do. Uh, but I feel like until Governor Greg Abbott, and he, he talked about he was going to do it, money, or money's going to come in, but put your money where your mouth is. Right. I just want to see it done. You know, you hear stories about immigrants who come over legally, they work two, three jobs, and they get an education, they pay for their own college, and then they start their own business, and then become the su yeah. success. Story. That's the American dream. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. Mean, it's, 
So I think that, you know, those people that come over here and work yeah. hard, I mean, I they earn it. Them. Yeah, absolutely. You earn That's it. what America is. We're nothing but fucking immigrants. Yeah. I get that. And it's a great thing. But again, national sovereignty does come into play where you do have to vet these people, especially during the times of COVID yeah. when everybody's like, oh, let them in. It's like, but they're coming from a third world country yeah. where they have a definitely less chance to be getting their vaccine and boosters. They're probably bringing COVID over. You had no problem doing that. Therefore, you jeopardize the American public safety for your sake of just wanting people to have like fairness and quality, which is yeah, not true at all. Did you see Schumer wanted uh, 11 million illegal Aliens released. Yeah, he wanted to give them uh, amnesty. Amnesty. Jesus. Like, really? No kidding. It's ridiculous. Trying to refill their uh, voter coffers. And then we you got freaking I mean? fentanyl pouring over the border. Yeah. You got illegals coming over here that are very violent, uh, prosecuted criminals in other countries, mm-hmm. but they have no record of them over here. So it's like you literally get a second fresh start. So we are we are becoming the world's Australia back in like the early uh, what is it, eighteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. Mid eighteen hundred, they made it a prison island, I think, or maybe it's far back. I don't know when. The, I don't know the history of Australia. They just have good shrimp or something. I don't know. Anyway, love our Australian listeners. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at a map of where everybody listens to us on the uh, podcast, the Podbean thing, and dude, we got listeners all over the world, and that just blows my mind. And we're we're very great. We even have listeners in Iran. God bless you over there. No, seriously, you guys are freaking. Nah. Hopefully you guys and girls are doing good over there with your protests. Take it to them. Kill them. Do what you got to do over to the government. Install a. A good group of people, but uh, we're going to see, folks. We're going to see. We're going to see how it turns out over there. MSM isn't touching it because if they do, again, they have to condemn Islam, and they're not going to do it. They're going to touch that. But anywho, well, that does it for today's episode, folks. We want to say thank you for tuning in today. Hey, and don't forget, you want to support the show, go to shellshockcbd.com. You can buy gummies that are going to make you high, and yes, they will make you high. You can buy gummies that will make you sleep. You can buy gummies that will make your penis big. No, that's not true, but hey, I tried to get you on the site, and you can't blame me for trying, so. But anyhow. Anyhow, speak of the devil. <laughs> you guys need to have a man. You guys have a great rest of your day. And until tomorrow, you stay savage, America. Now let's go, girls. Oh,